0: Hello and welcome back. Thank you for being here and being part of the Transit Lounge podcast community. It really means a lot to me that you're listening today. And I also want to do a really quick thank you to a couple of people that have done the ratings and reviews of the podcast. Thank you thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it and it does make a big difference to if other people can find the podcast. So thank you for your five-star ratings and your lovely words in your reviews. Now this episode is going to share with you some insights and ideas on how you can get back into the driver's seat of your day by creating a morning ritual and before you get all freaked out and worried about the fact that you have no time, don't stress. Trust me, this is a realistic morning ritual and something that I guarantee that you can fit into your day. I promise. So stay with me. Now, you you may have heard a lot of talk about the benefits of having a morning ritual and morning routine and there has been quite a bit of research done about the impact of what you do first thing in the morning on the first little window of time in the morning and identifying the things that will likely benefit you the most if you do them in the morning. A couple of the key benefits number one is it really sets a positive frame and tone if you like for your day. It also allows you to take advantage of your most effective time of day from a willpower point of view. There's been research that's shown that your willpower tends to be strongest earlier in the day as it depletes across the day. The more you have to use it to make different decisions and make yourself do things, your willpower bank depletes. So In the morning, you can use that to your advantage. It also, when you have a morning ritual routine, it gives you evidence that you actually can prioritize yourself amongst all of your busyness and that you actually do follow through on your commitments that you make to yourself. And there's been a few discussions I've been involved in recently about that question of integrity to yourself, that if you can't keep promises that you make yourself, then What does that mean about you and how likely are you to keep promises to other people and is there a difference? If you do follow through on your commitments to yourself by doing a morning ritual that you've set yourself up for, it also just grounds you into the things that are your priorities and not just diving straight into your to-do list or to other people's needs and wants it optimizes your body's natural sort of rhythm of waking hours when you get up in the morning and you especially if you're um, seeing the sun that's been shown to connect in with your circadian rhythm of the waking hours creating some alertness and then the um, time of when it's actually time to go to to wind down and go to sleep and it's also one less chunk of decisions that you have to use that willpower and brainpower for and if this becomes a routine and a habit then you're not using that willpower for that and you can save that for the bigger projects or the bigger fish that you've got to fry later in the day. The other thing that I read about morning rituals is that it can give you a sense of comfort and familiarity even if the rest of your day is completely unknown In terms of reference points and studies and things like that, there's a Forbes article that was published that included some statistics on the morning routines of some of the most successful, or I think they call them the most inspirational people of our time. So it included people like the usual suspects of Richard Branson, Steve Jobs, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, Oprah, Barack Obama... But then there were a, a, so a couple of others um, in there as well. There was Ariana Huffington, um, Jeff Weiner, who's the CEO of LinkedIn and the CEO of Vogue. I can't remember her name right now. But out of their routines, about 59% of them do some sort of exercise as part of their morning routine. About 40% do family activities And 30%, I'm just reading my little bullet point notes I've made here, about 30% do emails and checking the news on either Twitter or online news sources, and about 10% of them meditate. So that gives you a bit of an idea of the different sorts of things that can be incorporated into your morning routine. I never had any kind of morning routine for most of my working life And looking back on it now, I really wish that I did because I think that I would have coped a hell of a lot better with some of the stresses and drama that I was dealing with. I think I would have handled that a lot better if I'd had some kind of uh, core routine in the morning to sort of set me up for the day. But I didn't until much later in life. But I also remember when I was thinking about this podcast, I remember working with someone way, like back in my very early working life or maybe early 20s and she was an early riser and she would come to work and I used to work at Meijer uh, in various departments and uh, she would come to work and talk about the things that she'd already done that morning. She would have got up and gone for a run and, you know, walk the dog and blah, blah, blah. and She'd just be listing all these things that she had done and I, would, I remember feeling really shocked like the first time that she started talking to me about this with just that question of like how the hell do you have time to do all that and still get showered and dressed and ready and at work on time. And to be honest, I'm not really a natural early riser but I know that when I do make an effort or, or if I have to um, get up earlier, I generally feel like I have so much more space and time in my day and I know for myself I actually need to balance that desire out with making sure that I still get enough sleep because I'm – i am working on being a better sleeper. I'm actually being very mindful about my language because I don't want to keep reiterating an old pattern that I kept telling myself. But I am working on being a better sleeper. And so I need to make sure that the morning routine that I develop actually does allow me to still get enough sleep. So I've developed a morning ritual that has evolved, actually, over the last probably three years. And it gives me consistency whilst also giving me a sense of flexibility that I need and the variety that I like. And I also don't beat myself up about it if I don't do it exactly every single day. And I've tried a few different things. A while ago, a friend of mine, Katie, we got excited about trying the 5am challenge for a while because I'd read, we both read, that, you know, it was really fantastic about how productive you could be at that time of the morning if you got up and that you know really successful people did that so we thought this would be great and we were going to be buddies for each other and text each other at you know 502 or whatever saying yes I'm up so that we were kind of in coots even though we didn't live in the same house and I did that I think for about almost a week but then I caught up with my lovely supportive naturopath Emma and spoke with her about it and she reminded me that you know I was really prone to potentially overdoing work and that if I was going to be doing that and getting up at five o'clock, then I would have to make sure that I was in bed and asleep by nine o'clock at the latest. And to be honest, when she said that, it made perfect sense. Of course, I still needed to get a full eight hours of sleep. And the reality for me was I was just not good at doing that you know actually going to bed before nine just doesn't seem to work with my rhythm and I know that I am better if I go to sleep earlier but it just wasn't happening and so I was just going to be burning the candle at both ends by forcing myself to get up at that time if I wasn't going to bed earlier so this is not going to be about you having to have the alarm go off at some crazy o'clock unless that time frame and timeline works for you. We always like to look at what about if you don't do this? What about people that don't have a morning ritual? What can happen often is that, you know, you wake up and you're rushing around and unorganized and you're a bit stressed and you're spiking your cortisol levels. Then you grab coffee and you're off and racing out the door but not in an aligned kind of way. It tends to be much more of a reactive mode. And that just sets you up that you spend the rest of the day chasing yourself around and you're on high alert for some reason. And I just reckon there's enough of that going on in our lives these days so that you don't need to add to that with your own morning routines. And if you could just carve out a little window of time that actually is on your own agenda, I just think and believe for myself that it could make a really big difference to how you roll for the rest of your day. The other thing that to be mindful of is if there's beliefs that are, you've got rolling around that might be working against you. And one of those is one that I continue to, to uh, evolve. Uh, and that is having the belief of being a night owl and that, you know, I do my best work at night, and I'm coming more alive at night. And that is, to a certain extent, true. But that's, again, part of the adrenal cycle, apparently, where if I'm not in bed and asleep by 10, I can kick into a second wind, and then I'm up and alert, and find it very difficult to get to sleep. So, you know, you want to just be aware of what are you telling yourself about you? And is it, absolutely true or is it just a pattern and a habit that you've evolved over time the other thing is if you say that you're going to do a morning routine and you press snooze and you don't do it it's that first broken promise to yourself for the day and I think that for me has been a really compelling leverage point that if I tell myself that I'm going to do something that I want to honour that promise to myself with the same level of integrity as if I'd made a promise to somebody that wasn't just me. There's a quote that I came across in connection with this and it is by a guy called John C. Maxwell who's an author uh, and speaker and he wrote a couple of books, The the, uh, Irrefutable Laws of Leadership and uh, the laws the qualities of a leader so he's very much a leadership author and speaker and one of his quotes was you will never change your life until you change something you do daily the secret of your success is found in your daily routine and I think that's the thing that keeps showing up for me we are what we repeatedly do And I think that is actually part of an Aristotle quote that, you know, we are what we repeatedly do and success is not an action, it's a habit. And that's what keeps me coming back to who am I wanting to be and how am I repeatedly doing activity that allows me to be that person. So let's have a look before we look at how you can create your own. What actually are we talking about? What do we mean by a morning ritual or routine? In my mind, that is an activity or a set of activities that you do regularly. Now, I have taken the approach of uh, saying that my morning routine is done daily-ish. And that means to me that nine times out of ten or most days, I will do the morning routine. But if I miss a day for whatever reason, then I might either do it later in the day or I might just skip it altogether altogether. And I'm not going to beat myself up about it because I don't think we need another thing as a big stick to beat ourselves up about. From a definition point of view, there's a little bit of a distinction around what's the difference between a routine and a ritual. And what I sort of found with having a look into that is that it's not so much about the action being different as much as it's about the intention or your attitude that you bring to it. But a routine generally is, applies to functional things that just need to be done to get you up and out the door and on with your day. Whereas a ritual tends to be something that has a little bit more of a meaningful element to it or it has a meaningful impact, you know, a sense of uh, greater intention or purpose to it. And I believe that you can turn routine things into ritual and all you need to do is just add a sense of meaning to it and to ask yourself, I guess, does this add a sense of purpose or enjoyment to your day? So the morning routine and rituals, whichever language you're going to use, really you just want it to be something that sets you up to be in a positive frame of mind. So you want it to be made up of things and activities that motivate and energize you. And that's why I'm a really big believer that your morning ritual actually needs to be designed by you, for you, and that this, this whole episode is just about giving you some guidelines and some ideas that you can choose from to design your own morning routine and rituals. There's so many ways that you can do this. I just like to think of it as you know, a, a customizable program to suit yourself, as long as there's some level of consistency to it. So my morning ritual has evolved over the last couple of years into what I call my morning M's. It really started, I realized, back in 2015 and it was March 2015. I had uh, resigned and had my last week, my last day uh, at my last corporate job and my sister Jacinta and I went to a retreat. It's called Billabong Retreat and it's about 45 minutes out of Sydney City and it's a great space. And it was the first retreat that I'd gone on for a long time and probably the first retreat Jacinta and I had ever done together. And it was like four days, I think we went. And as part of that retreat, they provided yoga classes like a lot of them do. And they taught us this little routine of yoga. And they talked about the fact that yoga is not a practice just a series of um, moves and poses it was actually a way of life and that was the first time I'd really you know been introduced to that concept and they said it's really something that you need to be practicing daily and I remember sitting there cross-legged freaking out thinking how am I supposed to do yo-yo every single day and still have a life and a job etc etc but then they went on to say that they actually know that people are busy And that they proposed that you needed to just carve out a few minutes every day to your yoga practice and that that would be enough and you could build on it from there. And they identified a sequence of different poses. I think they're called asanas. Sorry for yogis that are listening and cringing at my um, lack of detailed knowledge. Uh, But they said they'd identified that the ultimate or the best starting point was to allocate seven minutes and I just laughed because I thought well I can do seven minutes and so I started my morning routine with seven minutes this particular sequence of stretches and yoga poses and I just added to it from there. So I had this sequence of different yoga stretches to do and then I added some mindfulness meditation to the end after I'd done my yoga stretching and then I sort of started to add a few other elements into it without going through all the in the ins and outs my morning m's are move meditate meal and so for me that's how it's evolved I do something that moves my body so I have that the sequence of yoga stretching from the billabong retreat. I also alternate sometimes with another series of meridian stretches that I learned through a physiotherapist uh, or other stretches and things like that, that get my body moving in some way. Some days I go for a walk or I don't really go to the gym first thing in the morning anymore. I used to, but generally it's more alternating things that I'm doing at home or just for a walk or something um, in the morning. So that's my move then I meditate and I have a range of different meditations that I do and different apps and sequences, I guess, that I follow. And then after that, I I have a meal, which is really important to me. I love food and love eating good food. And so I always make sure that I have a healthy, nourishing breakfast and as a meal. And there's a couple of other things I've been playing with, adding a little bit more journaling and things like that. And what I find is that that gives me a little bit of variety whilst also giving me some consistency. And it is adaptable to where I am if I'm traveling for work and also to the weather. So if you think that you might want to create a realistic morning ritual for yourself, then to make it easier for you, I have identified five steps to this process. So we're going to go through those now. Step one define what does success in this look like to you? There's no point in you just doing this for the sake of doing it. You've got to ask yourself, what would make it worth continuing for you to do it? For you, not for anybody else, but for you. What would you want to have happen or be different? How do you want to feel? How will you know if it's worth doing? And with this, literally, it can just be a matter of, of asking yourself and thinking about this, or you could note it down if you're a, a journaler, note-taker kind of person. So that's step one. Step two is to decide how long you're going to commit or allocate. So some people talk about the morning routine being the first hour or 90 minutes of your day. And I think for some people that can be a hurdle because they think that they have to get up an hour earlier or 90 minutes earlier but really what they're they're talking about is the influence of how you spend that first chunk of time on the rest of your day but in terms of setting up specific rituals and routines I don't think it really needs to be that amount of time but depending on what you decide to do as part of your routine you might go with that and go okay I'm going to think more closely about what I'm spending my time doing that first hour or so of my day for me i couldn't get my head around that chunk of time and to be honest i like sleeping in too much which is why the seven minute thing really worked for me because it felt totally achievable so for you how many minutes are you going to start with for your morning experiment step number three is to decide what activities you want to do This is where you get to play around with whatever you're drawn to, remembering that your morning routine has got to be setting you up to be feeling energised and positive for the rest of your day and feeling like you're living in some level of alignment with who you're wanting to be through what you repeatedly do. So I'm going to give you a whole list of ideas uh, of things that you could do that have been shown to be beneficial to do in the morning in no particular order. So one Uh, is, and there was a video I saw online a little while ago about one of the head of the SAS, I think, in the States, about the importance of making your bed in the morning. And one of my mentors, Carly Nimmo, she committed to this for herself, I think, about a year ago and has continued to do it. It's something that I have done for years as just a simple little act of following through on my own commitment and sense of order and organization in my life. And I just, it's it's a simple thing but actually feels like you're already being productive as soon as you get up Uh, another one is drinking water a full glass of water you've been asleep hopefully for many many hours and your body is meant to be 60 percent water and so you want to be rehydrating in the morning some people also i generally drink hot water with lemon juice in it which has been shown apparently to activate your digestive system and all that kind of thing. I also add apple cider vinegar, um, but, you know, that's up to you. Getting up early. Like is there for you that you want to make a commitment of getting up earlier than you currently do? Richard Branson is someone who really is committed to that. Apparently he gets up really early every day and goes and does some sort of exercise. So if you're going to commit to getting up early, the question is for what purpose? Like have a reason something specific that you're going to do that would help motivate you to get out of bed. Um, Having a cold shower. Tony Robbins is a big believer of this. I saw him speak uh, recently about that and he just forces himself. I think he's got a cold plunge pool or something that he makes himself get into. And he just says it's conditioning his mind that whatever I say we're going to do, we're going to do. That to me, Ooh, I've tried it a couple of times, and to be honest, afterwards I did definitely feel more alert. But it's not my favorite. Uh, but anyway, some people love it. Um, getting outdoors, seeing the sun in some way, again activating that circadian rhythm of telling yourself, "Oh, it's morning time," which means in X amount of time, it or hours, it's going to be time to wind down and go to sleep. You might want to be thinking about what are you eating in the morning and how do you set that up to give yourself a, a great start to the day. Journaling, writing out a question that you want to explore or just writing and seeing what your thoughts are overnight. Meditation, reciting affirmations or prayer or whatever your spiritual commitment is. Music, singing, listening to great music, playing music or practicing an instrument if you play. Reading things that are inspiring or entertaining or that you're going to be learning from. Working on a personal project. If you're writing a book, I know someone who actually has a full-time job and was going to be writing a book after hours, sort of in the morning, at night, on weekends. So do you have a personal project you could work on uh, in, those, in that morning time? Anything that is going to take you willpower to do. So if there's something that you're trying to do, whether it's creating a new habit, doing it in the morning is going to allow you to maximize that willpower that you do have. Another one, listening to podcasts. Listen to some podcasts that actually inspire you, educate you, uh, inform you about things that you're interested in. Revisiting and reading your goals. Some people like to jump on and look at their emails and social media. For me, I prefer to leave that till later in the day because it just takes me in a direction that doesn't Inspire or light me up. It's like a rabbit hole that depletes me. So I try not to do that, but other people like to do that straight away. So it's up to you. Um, another idea of what you could incorporate into your morning routine is to create content. If you're in your role, that requires you to create content, whether it's writing articles or videos or creating programs or frameworks or recording a podcast, whatever it is, some sort of content. Playing with kids or having time playing with your pets. Time in the garden if that is something that you like doing. Or art, drawing and creativity. So that was about 20 ideas of things that you could potentially choose from. And what I would suggest is choosing even just one activity, especially if you're only going to carve out a small amount of time. Don't try and overload it. With trying to do, you know, too many things at once, and also try not to jump from one activity one day to a new one the next day, as that might make it too varied. And even though I love variety myself, you probably won't get to see the benefit of any of the particular activities that you do if you're constantly swapping around. And remember, you can always add more if you decide to extend the amount of time that you are going to spend on, on your morning routine and rituals. So maybe just start with one or two. Don't overload it with too many ideas all at once. Take it from me. I'm someone who never likes to choose just one of anything, but it was a good way for me to start. Just I just started with the yoga stretching and then added from there. Step number four is to create an environment or set the conditions that are going to optimize the chance of you actually doing the thing. So this is where you want to just set things up so that you're more likely to follow through with it. So that might be, is it setting an alarm? Is it writing out a a note or a checklist of things that are going to remind you of what it was that you wanted to do in what sort of order? So some sort of planning. Is it about setting up a particular space of where you're going to do whatever the activity is? Do you need to get your um, clothes out if you're going to the gym or uh, out exercising, things like that? Do you need to prep any kind of food or if there's some sort of other activity, do you need to prepare anything in particular? So for me, I have a set spot that I do my yoga stretching. Sometimes I might go outside, but generally it's sort of in the same spot inside, so I know that's where I'm going to lay out the mat and it's not a question in my mind or a decision I have to make. I also tend to sit on the same spot on the couch for my meditation If I'm walking for my move part of my morning M's, then I literally just roll out of bed and put on my exercise clothes and shoes so I can just go downstairs, go to the bathroom, drink water, whatever, and out the door. So I'm removing obstacles that might get in the way of either slowing me down or making me change my mind. And step number five is deciding when are you going to get started. Maybe you also need to ask yourself, does anyone else need to know If you decide that you're going to start tomorrow or you're going to start on Monday or Saturday, whatever it is, does anyone else need to know who might be impacted by this new morning routine and ritual that you're wanting to implement? Just so that they're aware and informed and can avoid unconsciously or unknowingly sabotaging you or they might be able to help you out if they know that this is something that you're wanting to to do. But the big thing here is just pick a date and give it a go and take the approach of setting it up as an experiment you know you're testing a few different elements to refine and develop a routine that works for you so don't aim for perfection maybe you could set a time frame for a trial period and that might be that you're going to test it out for a week or two weeks whatever time frame works for you and then just agree that you'll review how you went and how you feel after that but within that time no matter what you do do or you don't do Each day you go, right, my intention is that I'm going to experiment with this morning routine. That's the beauty of it. It's an experiment. You're getting feedback one way or another. There's a quote from Steve Jobs that I really like, and one of the things he said was, for the past 33 years I have looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. I think that's really powerful to be actually asking yourself is what you're about to do today actually what you are wanting to be doing? And if not, for too many days in a row, maybe if you have too many mornings in a row that start that way, then. Maybe it's a good time for you to experiment with a new morning routine and see how that changes things for you. And if you're someone who really likes to read and wants to learn more about creating you know, really impactful morning routines, there's a book that's been recommended to me by an author called Hal Elrod. So Hal is H-A-L and Elrod E-L-R-O-D. It's called The Miracle Morning. I have not read it. It's, as I said, been recommended to me, but I have a few books on the go at the moment. Uh, so maybe you will get to read it before I get to, but that's just a book that I, I think if you really want to find out more about morning routines, it's been recommended. But that's it for this episode. I hope it gave you a few ideas and insights on how you can create a realistic morning routine and set of rituals because how you start your day has such a big influence on how you show up, for the rest of your day and if you really want to bring the best of who you are to what you do then this could be a great starting place for you and you can always evolve it as you get into the groove. Thanks for being here. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you and come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.